0: Hello and welcome to the Dormark Park Podcast Show. Over the last five years, this show has trained seven new podcast hosts and production technicians, have recorded it, edited, and produced the show. This show is a great way to get to know the Dormark
1: family a bit better and help build community. We are your hosts, Evan and Cheyenne. We are in the middle of a three-part episode where we are going to sit down with our student teachers from the University of the Fraser Valley who are currently doing their long practicum at our school until May. On today's episode, we will introduce Miss Paige Riddell, who is working in Miss Isles' class. Miss Riddell sits down with us to chat about her experience in education and we chat a little bit about social justice. Let's get started.
0: Hi, Mr. Dell. Welcome
2: to the show. Hi, Evan and Shai. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: It's good to have you here, you yeah? know? Now that you're like kind of our teacher now, it's like we're doing a podcast. Right? <laughs> you can't get rid of me. Nope. <laughs> so would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself to all the
2: listeners? Absolutely. Thank you. So, yeah, my name is Miss Riddell. I'm a student teacher in Miss Eilis's grade five classroom, and I'm loving my time at Dormick
0: Park here. Tell us about your educational journey so far. How did you decide to get into teaching and what is your ideal age group to work with? Well, that is an interesting question for me. Uh, my
2: educational journey was a little different than a lot of people's. I had some struggles when I hit high school, and I actually ended up dropping out of high school before I finished. Um, and I didn't go to school for a little while, and then I ended up going back um, to a, an alternative high school program. And um, I absolutely loved it, and I had some really amazing teachers. and. Um, great adults around me who supported me through um, and that really inspired me to be a teacher too because I had so many awesome teachers in my life um, who made me excited about school again and excited about learning so I, I wanted to pay it forward
0: and hopefully be that for other kids who need that too. Wow but just one more question adding in who do you think is the most like number one person that made you feel like oh I have to do this? yes so i had a teacher
2: um in when i was in high school when i went back and her name was mrs crockett and she she was just the best teacher she was so real um, and she always helped me feel really welcome at school and was always there to talk to me about what was going on Um, and i just thought wow if i can be a mrs crockett for someone else in my life in the future then i think that's a life well
1: lived wow I like how you kind of like, you can always have a second chance, you know? Like you went out and then you came back in and you did it even better. Thanks, Evan. Yeah, I'm a big believer in second chances. So you and your family have a background and experience in restorative justice? Yes, we do. Yeah. Our students had someone come and work with our intermediate classes a few years ago from, I believe, your mother's organization. Would you mind sharing? Yeah, so my mom is the executive director of
2: Restorative Justice Abbotsford. So Abbotsford Restorative Justice, they go by the term ARJA. Um, but restorative justice is all about um, a way of dealing with conflict in in healthy ways that, that rebuild um, relationships, repair harm done, and, and rebuild trust as well. Um, so yeah, my mom's heavily involved in that, and it's it's really important in our our lives, and as you were mentioning, Evan, they have a program in the schools called restorative action. And As we all know, when there's conflict in the schools, it, it can impact everyone in the school community. So restorative justice is a way of everyone feeling like their voices are heard. It helps people take accountability for their actions, and repair harm that's, that's been done to the school community, and rebuild those relationships to
1: be even stronger than they were before. Thank you for going over restorative justice. And do you mind sharing a bit of your story being involved with restorative justice? Yeah. So when my
2: mom um, got into doing this work, my mom's a mediator. And from that, she she got into working with restorative justice. It really changed the way my family saw dealing with conflict and how we can support one another. There's a big emphasis in restorative justice on taking accountability for our actions and finding forgiveness for ourselves and others and I think forgiveness is it's not an easy thing to do all of the time, but I think it's very worth it. Um, and, and so that really changed a lot of dynamics in my own family. And, and it's something I've brought, in, brought with me as a teacher. I think um, working to build strong relationships in a classroom and finding grace and forgiveness for one another is really important. Being in my class, you'll know that I talk about grace a lot, right? having grace for one another and acceptance when we make mistakes owning up to our mistakes and moving forward in an even better way, right?
1: Wow, you really are gonna be like the perfect teacher. (laughs) And it feels awesome
0: to know since you have like this whole class, me and Evan are the ones that know the most about your story. Oh, thanks. And by the way, Evan, this might be one of my favorite ones so far. I think I agree. (laughs) And Ms. Riddell, do you have anything other you want to add on? Um, I think in preparing for this podcast today, I was
2: thinking a lot about why I chose to be a teacher. Um, And I, like a lot of young people, feel like there are some things in this world I really want to change. There's things, you know, we can think of a lot of things going on right now that are that are tough in the world. And so yeah. I've always had big dreams of changing the world. But I remember one time I read this quote uh, when I was younger, and it was it was this man on his deathbed saying, you know, when I was younger, I wanted to change the world. So I just decided, OK, I'm going to go out and change the world. And then he got a little older and realized, oh, that's, that's too big. The world's too big, so maybe I'll try to change my country instead. He got a little bit older and realized, oh, you know what? I can't do that either, but I'm going to try to change my community. And he didn't, wasn't able to change his community, so when he got older, he said, oh, I'll try to change my family. And again, he couldn't bring change to his family. So at the end of his life, he realized, wow, maybe if I had started with trying to change myself, right? trying to change my own heart, and then maybe I could have changed my family. And then maybe with my family, we could have moved on to change our community. And then maybe once we changed our community, it would bring change to our country and then maybe we would have been able to change the world and so that's really a philosophy i take with me in this work is you know if you want to change the world it always starts with yourself um and then that that ripple effect goes outwards so starting with healing ourselves is really important
0: and that's why i want to be a teacher okay i don't know if anyone's cutting onions because um i think my eyes are tearing up but oh, wow um <laughs> That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. It was a very impactful quote for me. (laughs) And this is the time where the embarrassment comes in. Yes. Do you have a funny or embarrassing story that you have? I do. And it's actually funny that this is coming up now.
2: So you are all getting ready right now for the spring Mm. concert. Oh, yeah. One of the songs the grade five class is preparing is We Are the World. Growing up, that was like my favorite song. I listened to it all the time. Also growing up, I thought that I was a great singer. I will give everyone a warning. Unfortunately, I was not blessed with (laughs) a great singing voice. But when I was younger, I thought I was. And I thought everywhere I went, people would want to hear me sing. So I always brought a highlighter with me wherever I went. Like if I was going to the grocery store with my mom, I always made sure to bring my highlighter, which I would use as my microphone. And anywhere in public, I would start singing, we are the world. So like grocery store in the produce aisle, I would just whip out my highlighter and start singing, we are the world, we are the children, oh my gosh. we are the ones who make a brighter day, so let's start living. I actually did that.
0: I can't imagine how weird your mother must have felt. Oh, she was
2: horrified. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you go, girl. To <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Exactly right. No shame. Wow, that might have just topped the last embarrassing story. <laughs> it is pretty embarrassing looking who, back.
0: Who knew a highlighter could have done so much?
1: Right? You always
0: got to have a microphone with you. Thank you, Ms. Rodell, for being here on the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And that was a great conversation with Ms. Rodell. I think this one is now my new favorite podcast yet because she said a lot of things that I think could help someone even become a teacher. And that quote that she shared was touching and i will never forget that that was so beautiful honestly i can 100 percent agree with that join us next time as we complete our third part mini series on our ufv student teachers we will have miss laney mills who was working in miss leonard's class to join us in the
1: studio thank you listeners for tuning into this episode we are your host evan and cheyenne goodbye